We're in sync. We're in sync. Welcome Woo-hoo! to Luke and Lewis. Luke and Lewis. Very special guest episode. Welcome to the show, Andrew Hansen from The Chaser. Luke and Lewis and Hansen. Yes. Luke, Lewis and Hanso, as I'm known in commercial radio circles. Yeah, that's when you're on um, Triple M, you're Hanso. I'm Han- I'm Hanso or just, or just you know, b- Bumpf. What would we be or our Triple M nicknames if we were on like a blokey radio I, station? I remember, you might relate mm. to this, when we first got into radio. Oh no, we'd be Kidjo and Spears. Yeah, Kidjo yeah. and Spears. <laughs> Kidjo and Spears. Yeah. How, did you get, how did you not get Spearsy? Well, they originally were like, oh, we kind of see you going over to Triple M and Luke yeah. laughed because he knows who I am. <laughs> I remember in the first meeting they go, so obviously you're a male-male duo, definitely for the work site. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> and the guy thought he missed something. And I went, oh, ask him uh, which like state, I don't know, like what's an AFL team like GWS are from? He wouldn't know. Greater Western Sydney. Hello, he knows. Sure. Oh, only because Sydney's in the name. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. an acronym. You, you nerdily deduced mm. what those letters could. No, have been. I think the only reason I know about sport is because of those questions where he asks me, I get it wrong, and then he tells me the answer. That's the only <laughs> reason. It's not because I've seen footy. It's because I've already got it wrong before. Uh, are you a sports fan? No, no, I'm, I'm a lot like Lewis. I, I, you're I mean, on like, Triple M. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's kind of like because my parents weren't weren't. You know, they, they're not into sport. So if you yeah. don't have it. In the house, you don't you don't think about it much, do you? You know, no, no, and I'm not good at it. Yeah. It's it's hard to love something you're very very bad at, <laughs> aggressively <laughs> shit at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would always avoid this. I was I remember at school. I mean, it, the only co that I ever got was just plotting a, a path to be as far away from the soccer ball as possible <laughs> on the field. I was very good at like being yeah. diametrically opposite where the, wherever the ball was yeah. and I could calculate, it was good for my geometry too, I guess, calculate <laughs> the maximum distance away that I could be and put myself there. Mm. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's good. I would also do that. I remember I would, I would yeah, be really far away from the ball because I'd be embarrassed when I got close to it and then I would just yell at what other people should do. And they would they would do vaguely similar things, and I go, Man, I could be a coach. It's crazy how <laughs> many know? people you meet in entertainment that just have no hand eye coordination. Like around the radio station, you like chuck people a pen, and everyone oh. starts like, going, "What the fuck is going on?" No, I can't do it. I can't do it. My my wife did tell me though, you're supposed to look at the thing that's being thrown at you. This is a great tip <laughs> if you're like me, because I only what? discovered this in my forties. Uh, yeah, if something gets somebody throws some damn thing at you, I hate that Australian thing. It's like here, here, mate, and they yeah. chuck some bloody thing at you. Something expensive. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> expensive. Like, it's always yeah. think quick, and then you're like, well, that sucks because I'm caught off guard. It's mm. terrible. Yeah, you're supposed to look at it though, which I never knew because I'd always look at the person. I'm polite, you know. Yeah, if you threw me a thing. You go yeah. here, you go, mate, and I just look at you, <laughs> and the thing would go wherever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then there's the opposite of that where, where you have the culture of throwing things but you don't have the ability to throw accurately. I did it just before. I threw Keelan a USB thing. He didn't even have a chance. He tried. Why? You threw it at the line. That's what I mean. You tried. I, I didn't give you a chance. I mean, I blamed you for dropping it, but ultimately that was my throw. Yeah. So many times there's just been broken, smashed equipment because we both back ourselves. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I'm a, an okay throw. I was never actually good at throwing sports. Mm. I was good at footy and running and mainly like and a bit of, like I can do kind of racket sports kind of. I can't do softball. I can't throw a ball more than like 30 meters. It's yeah. pretty embarrassing. That's the answer. For, for, for nerdy people, the racket sports are the answer. I did tennis. I, yeah, so did I. I, I did tennis. There you go. I wasn't so bad at that for some yeah. reason. Why is that? I did tennis, so I'm even lame. You know why, I think? You know why? Because it's not a team sport. So it's like people who, hey, who yeah. can't really, you know, vibe mm. with 20 other people. Yeah. It takes it's a lot. It's also yeah. scored in a nerdy way, like 15, yeah. 20, 40. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah, if you can follow that, yeah. Yeah, you're doing the top level maths course. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're, working, you're working your way up to love because you don't have much of that in your life. <laughs> you <know? Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or juice. Yeah. If you don't have much juice in your life. <laughs> what is juice? Same What's thing? Juice is with a juice. D. Oh yeah, it's juice. It's juice. It's juice. But everyone says juice in Australia. Or deuce. 
Yeah. yeah. I think Americans do say deuce. Yeah, it's deuce. <laughs> but that, that's a poo, though, as well. <laughs> it's like, is it, is it deuce isn't that an American it term is. for poo? I think no. it is. Doesn't, don't in Adam Sandler movies, they go, I'm going to drop a deuce. Yeah, they do. They do. They deuce. I've, I've, I've missed like, this movie. Is that is that, is that dude, his serious? Dude, watch any movie? Kevin James film and yeah. they would just like, drop a deuce. Sorry, Definitely I'll step in there. Deuce. Don't watch any Kevin James Thank you. That's all right. service And that's another tip for people at home as well. Now, Andrew, obviously, you are, I guess a lot of people will know you from The Chasers War and Everything. I hope so. Um, very popular show. <laughs> I would say arguably the greatest show the ABC have ever ever produced. And, oh, and although, by the, thanks, by the way, they're going the greatest show they ever will produce. Yes. Well, well do you think? I don't know. If the, well, do you, do you think? I don't know if the head of every department of the ABC would agree with you on that. No, but I was about. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. That's why it was good. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm, I was about to say, you don't have a lot of competition. It's between you and Media Watch, I'll be honest. <laughs> Me, no, nah, Media Watch rips. I, I know, Media, Media Watch is great. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Some, there's some good shows. Yeah, that's yeah. like they, they were like, how can, I, how can we create the most smug television show ever? And, and they somehow made the guy likable. I've never seen like a more, I'm smarter than you. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then me go, he seems like a nice guy, actually. He's still it's crazy. Nice guy. I think he is a nice guy. He I is. I met him. I mean, he's attacked my work before, but mm. you know, but I guess that's only fair if you're, if you're going to be you're in the part media. part of the media. Yeah. You're being yeah. watched. If you're there, you've got to be watched. You've yeah. got to, that's, that's the deal, isn't it? Yeah. Even if he's down the hallway. It was weird. And it was awkward, too, because, you know, he. Well, yeah, that's, that's a thing time. that, like, you guys have done. I've been on Media Watch a couple of times. Yeah, but, you but have, they yeah. were watching other media that I've hoaxed. That's an interesting thing yes. of, of you being in the ABC building. You guys were making fun mm. of, like, all of the other shows. But I've been in in the ABC building. It's small. Like you would be, you would cross each other in the hallway. But we <laughs> fuck did. with them. Like we're we're ten meters away from the Misfits show. We try and get on their set all the time. We put our items on their sets, trying to get a free shout out. Us. They'll get, they like, get way more downloads than us. We do the same shit. <laughs> we're currently trying to get our name mentioned on their show. We've yeah. put props on there. We're so small that they've looked at our props, looked at them and gone, what is this? They don't even know it's from our show. <laughs> they, they don't care. Does it, does, it get, does it go out with your props on it? They don't yeah. care that your yes, props are there? No one recognises right. them. That's so. It's like little wow. Easter eggs for our fans, but we're trying to grow but the all show. Our they've fans got tweeted millions. them going, oh my God, I love those Luke and Lewis socks that were on the Misfits set this week. That's so crazy that what you guys... Whatever you can do to, to help, if it, if you've got to sneak props on, that's what you've got to do to make it in the business. Exactly. I, it probably, the same thing probably happens in Hollywood, I bet. Mm. You know, Low-budget movies, they're probably sneaking little little arty props into the little Marvel Easter eggs. movies. Yeah. Absolutely. Know. Did so, you used to like, mess with other ABC shows? You did. Well, uh, uh, no, no, it was a bit frowned upon, I think. We didn't want to be annoying, you know. Yeah. We I mean, never wanted to come across as horrible people. It's a hard line. That's what we're playing with at the moment. It's like, how do we fuck with them a little bit that's not going to disrupt their show, yeah. but would be good for us. Yeah, exactly. You don't, want to, you don't want to disrupt their show. That, that, mm. that, that, that's the thing. Because we make shows. Yes. I had someone eat, like so, uh, email us in. Uh, did you see this one? From a guy going like, Oi, boys, here's how you got to mess with the Misfits set, all right? Oh, Luke's go. going to come in and he's <laughs> naked while they're filming. And I was just like, <laughs> you guys don't really understand... <laughs> Firstly, comedy, right? <laughs> Secondly, the law. Mm, and thirdly, yeah. uh, being respectful. I mean, that's, that's three things mm, our fans mm. have no concept of: comedy, yeah. uh, the law, and you can't respect. do that in entertainment. Look at what happened to Harvey Weinstein. It's no, not it's, acceptable. It's, it's not on, is it? Is it, is it, is it well, it, this is the thing that I think because you guys are, you know, you do pranks, and is that what they? I mean. I don't like them being called pranks. It sounds I hate a bit the, lame. They, you know what? Sounds like a bit lame, pranks. Right? YouTube YouTubers. ruined the term pranks. Yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds I, a bit. I, you know, shit. I call them. You know, I call them. This is a good one. Stunts. Well, st we used to call them stunts too, but yeah, then, but then I, I stole it from uh, you. But is that right? Well, see, yeah. But I didn't like calling them stunts because to me, a stunt is a guy jumping off a, yeah, a diving yeah. tower. Well, and tumbling to me, down. a stunt well, is all the shit you did. So no, I think well, it's yeah. changed. Stunts parkour. Yeah. Like or you think it's parkour? Well, it's like a movie parkour. action man on fire. Like that's a, mm. you know, yes. would you consider yourself a stunt man? Well, no, see, that's yeah. right. I don't set myself a light. Not, mm. not that often. And, you know, so, yeah, it, I, what do you call these things? Japes? <laughs> I don't, I don't I know what they call them. I mean, it's a public stunt. It's, it's a public stunt. Like so. the surprise spruker. Like yeah. you used to do a bit on the show. People may remember mm. it. Yeah. One of my favourite ever bits on the show. Thanks. Yeah. You if you don't know, it's a, yeah, well, you, you can describe it. it. Well, I mean, it was, I remember the one you went outside. Uh, Giorgio Armani, designer 
companies that let's be honest don't really need a spruker at the front <laughs> if you don't know a spruker is like you know you're in like some shopping center and it's always like the dis- the place that's already it's always the vacuum discounted shop. it's always godfrey's dude. store and it's like this like middle-aged mum going come on into godfrey's everything's going cleaners. out the door <laughs> yeah. must go today 100 percent off all products and you're a good just, spruker luke thank yeah. you the surprise luca that's very good that's very good <laughs> I studied the the I studied a particular spruker to to play the surprise. You you were like spruker. a spruker from the nineteen forties. Yeah, it was very yeah, because there still was one like it, it just down near near the ABC. So I went out and just sat there for hours and listened to this guy <laughs> who was who was British. But what right. was interesting about him is he didn't get that excited. But his 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 the script was exciting. It was, but he wasn't that excited. It was like yeah. insane, absolute madness. Compl- the boss has gone completely <laughs> crazy. You will never see deals as extraordinary as these. You know, yeah. these deals will absolutely blow your mind, clean out of the water. Yeah. But, but he wasn't. He's he like, but they screaming. have not blown my mind. <laughs> the words you're saying is mind blowing, but your face, like, you look like you don't want to be there. That's yeah. what I think. That, makes that's it the funny. key. That's the yeah. key to these these discount store sprukers. I think it was, mm. that's that's it like going. If you a... don't come in, it's your loss. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, it doesn't excite yeah. me. It should excite you. Could you do a quick spruik for the Luke and Lewis show? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I was trying to remember how it went because the other thing is repetition. You know, so it's Luke and Lewis, Luke and Lewis. That's right, Luke and Lewis. <laughs> Luke, 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 and Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. It's their show. You'd be absolutely mad to miss out on the Luke and Lewis show. It's a show, show, show. We've got shows. We've got shows. We've got shows. You know, so there you go. It, it goes something that's, like that. Um, that's great. It's just that relentless repetition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rule of and the three. And then by the end of it, you kind of come out and you go, um, what was he said? Oh, Luke and Lewis. And you kind of uh, remember. Yeah. Can you hear <laughs> that? That's download spiking. Isn't yeah. that good? I mean, if you want to remember something, you just say it three times. You say it three times. You say it three times. <laughs> I'll remember that. That's good. It sticks there. Yeah. Better so, than one. So Better you did one, you did a lot of a lot of a lot of public stunts, uh, yeah. and and uh, I think it was you and Chaz seemed to do the most crazy or embarrassing ones. He would yeah. do the most outlandish ones. You always got stuck with the embarrassing ones. I felt I did like, social yeah. embarrassment. I he think. had one time he carted a, a goat into a bed store to sleep with. I feel like yeah. he caught the raw end of the deal. Yeah, there. no, he would do the really nutty stuff. Like yeah. he dressed yeah. up as, became uh, his Osama bin Laden. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Did you, you you like didn't put your hand up for that one? You were like, oh, I think I'm good. <laughs> well, you, you, there's a you know there's a sensitivity about the ethnicity of these things. You know, mm. Chaz is kind of came from a, a Sicily, which is closer to the Middle East, perhaps. So he was yeah. able to pull off the character a bit more. Yeah, a bit more authenticity, perhaps. I don't know. Yes, um, but yeah, no, I I was at home writing a sketch about washing powder when that APEC motorcade was was shot. So I was very <laughs> glad not to be there because. All the people on that got on that got charged. It got dangerous. Yeah. So should offenses. we explain what the APEC um, thing is? So APEC yeah, uh, every few years, and then we'll explain the washing powder sketch. Yeah, yeah, that. which is much bigger. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. funnier sketch actually. <laughs> APEC uh, every few years, the the global leaders of the world meet up in one spot to talk about. I don't know. It's the Illuminati, important basically stuff. important stuff. Mm. I thought it was like the uh, off the record twenty twenty summit. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's just all of the it's really important global political okay. leaders meet up in right. one spot. So like it's obviously a security, really really security big thing because that's you know if there's one place you wanted to sneak in and do something yeah. crazy, you would want to. What year hit that. was this in? Yeah, maybe two thousand seven. And obviously, Bin Laden. Mm. When did Bin Laden die? Oh, two thousand and whatever. Oh right, so he was things. still alive. Yeah, mm. okay. Oh, he's yeah. a big celebrity. Well, that was our point. Was yeah. you know, why? Ha- why have all these world leaders been invited to this summit, but yeah. not him? I mean, yeah. he thinks he's, he thinks he's a world. Why isn't he invited? Yeah. So we thought, well, perhaps could could we get him in somehow? Yeah. So you guys set up a, a, a fake motorcade for, mm. and your cover was it was it was Canada who were not invited to APEC at all, which you would think security would know, right? You'd think at the very least security would have a list of invited attendees. But that's so Australia where you guys pull up in this limousine with little Canadian flags on it and the cops just wave you in. It looked important. It looked like an important car. So, So it got waved through, you know. But those guys never expected to get waved through, so we we didn't even have well, that's a what's script. So scary about it, because in the footage, there's like there's snipers on the roof and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, and we got <laughs> told off about that on talkback radio. You know, like, what if somebody had got sniped? You know, well, we, you know, 
we didn't expect them to let us through was the answer. That, we uh, that's are, the funny thing We had about more it. faith in the security than we should have. Clearly. Yes, a lot of faith in the security. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, because we had so many meetings about this thing and how to how to do it, and there was. So, what was the original plan? So, you were obviously thinking, "Oh, you'll get to the gate, and then they'll go fuck off." Yeah, which then... was most of our pranks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many of our pranks were just, "Oh, we'll assume we'll turn up there." You know, we'll 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 say something. We'll get our jokes out. Yeah. to the security guard, <laughs> and they'll tell us to go away. And everyone will be like, man, they made a, such a big statement to the CEO <laughs> to the, of ANZ. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you're just yelling at the security guard. Usually, or <laughs> Come a receptionist. On, Come on. Or a receptionist, <laughs> yes. Which is why a lot of us stopped doing those those japes, <laughs> those pranks or stunts or whatever. Because we, we did in the end feel like, oh, you know, we so rarely got access to the actual people who mm. you wanted to get access to. Um, that was one of the things we started to have doubts about. But I think I think that's probably something that you would think, and I think this sometimes when I do stunts where I'm like, oh, I didn't actually get to the guy that owns, you know, Commonwealth mm. Bank. But it's it's <laughs> him. The, the actual statement is the piece that you release to the like. That's do you know true. what I mean? Yeah, you're still doing the script, and you're still yeah. not just sitting here on a couch doing the script. It's still more yeah. exciting because you're in the world. Yeah, like when yeah, you're in the it? world and you're just yelling at some receptionist, it feels a little bit weird and you're not doing anything but then when you put the piece out and it causes the reaction i think that's the actual stunt is when it's released and people see it and react to it almost you know that's, a, that's, that's kind of true yeah yeah at least you've done something you know. mm. so the so washing powder sketch well the washing powder <laughs> sketch it <laughs> huh? huh? was, was that was a pun at the time emos were, were very popular there's a lot of i emos. remember this sketch do you remember the emo washing powder sketch yeah. i was writing that very sketch which instead of omo instead of omo it was just <laughs> It was a very simple sketch about, you know, washing powder made for emo people, you know, to to sort of really (laughs) bring out those blacks or, you know, it was... um it was something like that, and, and rinse the rinse the blood out of your clothes after you've self harmed, and all this sort of <laughs> things like that. I can't I can't remember jokes like that about yeah. emos. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, that, that's what I was writing. I remember when that was very two thousand and eight. Well, well, yeah, when you get a call saying, "Hey, course, all oh, of your mates are in prison." Yes, they've been arrested and charged. With yeah, stuff. So, so what? So, um, what was the original stunt for the APEC? You you're supposed to roll up, and they say go away, and then what was supposed and, to? And, and that was it. And then and then uh, and that was it. And you, you know, you wind down the window, and Osama bin Laden would complain, mm. you know, why aren't I allowed in? Yeah. And and then you'd drive away. But instead, what happened? But unexpectedly, the, the security went, okay, in you go. <laughs> and so they, they drove this limo in. What an embarrassment for Australia. <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't... I, I think some people were a bit annoyed about the whole thing. Some of the people who ran the security... But Australia liked it. It was one of the it was one of the ones where the public was on our side, which they weren't always. They were on funny. our side a bit, especially in Sydney. There was a feeling in Sydney at that time where people were annoyed by the heavy-handed security. It was mm. a, it was seen as a bit of a nuisance, and um, they block off streets and yeah, yeah, yeah. And and who are these people to come here and you know ruin my day? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, exactly. So you got all the way in, and then and then you must have because obviously. Security's thinking you guys are going to go into the actual building, but you didn't want you. They all pulled out of that because that's kind of that's a bit too too much. Oh yeah, no, in. yeah, yeah. Julian was in the car and just said, "All right, you, you just got to somehow turn around and leave now because which, <laughs> which we, we're again, not supposed to be in." Security should look at and go, <laughs> "What are they doing? Why are they turning around? What's happened?" It's hard, to, it's hard to turn a limo around. They have mm. to do this sort of three point. T- I mean, these are long vehicles. You know, so. <laughs> In, in a narrow street surrounded by security and gates and guns, this limo yes. is just doing a three-point turn, <laughs> trying to leave APEC for some reason. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, Chaz just pops out dressed as Osama Bin Laden in the street and they all get arrested. Yeah, yeah. That, and then we had, we had the peace and... As well as the washing powder, it was a good episode. We had, <laughs> I think they, I can't remember if both ended up in the same app or, mm. or what, but... Uh, so did yeah. did were there consequences legally from from memory? You guys kind of got off by saying you were just following orders from the police. I have no idea how the the people got off who were charged. We all felt very bad for the people who were charged because they weren't us. You know, like, it's one yeah. thing if you're the writer performers, and we were a team of five people who who kind of wrote all this stuff. But you know, for for the for the, the crew guy. for the crew to be charged, mm, yeah. we felt terrible. About Luckily, the charges were dropped, you know, and I, I, I never followed the ins and outs of exactly why the charges Probably were dropped, but they just a, they just were embarrassing. Uh, well, yeah, and it may have all been too difficult, and mm. and, and after all, I, I guess maybe you know 
the car was waved through, so... Yeah, did, well, you, did you really do anything wrong? So if, if, you, if they say come sure. in, you're not exactly trespassing. Well, they know. That, really? that, that's what we're always told. Yeah, that, that would be, in, it's that'd be pretty rough. Like, imagine if, if Luke and I did some kind of jape and then we had to call <laughs> Keelan and go, sorry, you're on a terrorist watch list now. My bad, you know. I know, <laughs> I know we right. thought you were just an editor, <laughs> yes, but you're yes. a terrorist now. Whoops. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of what he signed yes, up yes. to, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's nodding. Um. Um, so what was the, like, did you ever get in trouble for any of them? For any of the pranks or whatever? Yeah, was there any a consequences? Um, well, not, not for that particular one. I mean, there were certainly well, a few others. I mean, yeah. before the war and everything, I think it was, we, you know, we'd made this show called CNNNN, which was a sort of a piss take of cable news um, yeah. and uh, American cable news or whatever. <clears throat> but, yeah, we did do this, this sort of nude appearance out the front of a courtroom, um, which did result in the arrest of... Of uh, Julian Morrow, and uh, I think Dominic Knight was arrested too. Um, now that was all based on these these streakers who'd run through a, a sports match yeah. uh, with the Vodafone logos. I think um, oh, sp- advertising sprayed on their butts or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, we wondered what else we could advertise in this way. Um, <laughs> so we, I think we went to maybe defend the stri- – I can't even remember the premise of that thing, but I think we might have decided to defend those people I think when they were in court. And we sh- mm. I showed up with Julian. Oh, so you may have done it at um, their court trial. Well, I think we just chose any old court because yeah. I don't think we could find the same court. Yeah. And Chaz, it was going to be the punchline. We never went to air this thing, partly because Dom Knight was on camera and he forgot to press the red button to turn the camera on. Mm. He's an absolute moron. Mm. Um, there's one reason familiar. it didn't. One reason it have you, have you, have you, ah, you, hello, you're a bit familiar with this territory, are you? <laughs> yeah, sometimes, okay, sometimes, yeah, there yeah. you go. You know how that feels. Yeah. So Jules and I were the first streakers, and I still have this horrible memory still of we had to do our own makeup because we didn't want to put the, the poor old makeup guy through. Through uh, you know, mm. painting our asses with these with these designs, and I still remember in this public toilet, <laughs> Julian's Julian Morrow's massive ass <laughs> in my face with me, you know, putting zinc cream all over it, um, and that was a that was a broad canvas to, to work on. That was a man. That was I felt like I was you know doing a medieval tapestry there yeah. that could have decorated the whole palace, mm. and um, and so, and then he did mine. Yeah. And then uh, and, in the and, room, yeah. And Chazzy was then. That was step one. Was Julian and I were going to go and you know we we stood on the steps of the courthouse in the nude, yeah. And delivered our script, whatever. Which I can't even remember what the joke was. Yeah. <laughs> and then step two, Chaz uh, came out also nude except for a judge's wig because we thought that's, that's always funny. If it was yeah. funny to wear just one thing, yeah. yeah. Wearing lots of things is not that funny. Yeah, being naked is is gross. Wearing one thing is It's hilarious. It's really yeah. funny to wear one thing. So he had this judge's wig. But then, you know, and then the police showed up, um, so I made myself scarce, yeah. and um, I just you know, racked off down the street. And um, we, we were dressed by that time. No, no, we'd managed to put our clothes back on. Yeah. But I just have a memory of this police officer saying, you, stop there. And she said, you in the blue shirts or something like that. Like she described the, the clothes that a couple of the guys were wearing and I was not wearing a blue shirt. So you, were like a, she's so you followed police me. orders, not talking I to me. I did, I obeyed yeah. and I just kept walking. Good. Whereas the other guys got arrested because they stopped because yeah. they were wearing the wrong... They were wearing whatever she described. Yeah. It seems, which I think is fair enough. It seems like mm. you I, came away from the whole experience relatively unscathed and... Honestly, surprising. Kind of, kind of. The, the one thing that stressed me was being sued, you know, because we, we, we oh, got yeah, sued. Civil cases are more risky. Yeah, yeah. No, that was very stressful. because And more expensive. Uh, what were you sued over? Yeah. Well, we were sued. I'm not even allowed to talk about it, so I can't even tell you because <laughs> one of the conditions. Okay. So, the, so the, I the, could Google it and ignore you and talk you'd about have it to. with Luke? Yeah, you'd probably you'd have to Google Chris Kenny's uh, defamation case. Oh, against, that's right. Against yeah. the Chris the, Kenny the chaser yeah. on TV. All right, we won't we um, won't talk about it. But you, it's, I'm actually it's, literally not allowed to because yeah. Chris Kenny because he's. Have a, you ever been done for defamation? I, you're pretty I careful. Don't, uh, I think I don't. I don't make enough money to, for it to be worth it because yeah. I feel like defamation yeah. cases only really happen with TV and things with yeah, a bit of maybe. money behind them. When I wrecked a Love Island yeah. person once, someone messaged me asking me to take down a video I made about Love Island, but it's obviously there's nothing, there's no, mm. I didn't say anything defamatory, plus it's on TV and I'm just reviewing a TV show. It's up to 
What did that, you, that's what between did you them say and Channel about 9. Can you well, I just went, I just came back. I was like, <laughs> firstly, uh, you don't make enough money to sue me because you're a Good. Love Island contestant. Good. And I don't make enough money to warrant, like, there's no, da- like, there's no damages. Isn't that taken into account, like, how much each, the person who did the thing makes? Like, the judge yeah. can't hit a homeless guy with a million dollar fine. Oh, it was it was wasn't a thrill threat. It was an Instagram DM. I don't, mm. I'm like I don't think you know how to go about a civil proceeding. It's not over Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> as someone who's done Year Twelve legal studies, even I know that <laughs> DM doesn't cover it. No, I don't think so. I think, <laughs> but yeah, actually, you know what's quite funny as well. Uh, the door girl at my show. Now I do a lot of bachelor videos mm. online. Like I'll just yes, use, yeah. review as you should, the bachelor. As you should. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. Easy. Uh, my my door girl. Yeah. Everyone thinks I hired her or something. Uh, she's an ex bachelor contestant. Yeah. The door girl of my uh, show. I remember I came right. into your show and and I was like, this woman is far too beautiful to be a door girl. And yeah. then you tell me, I'm like, oh, that makes sense, dude. I go to me, I was yeah. like, oh my god, this girl like should audition for the bachelor. She's got a pretty quirky personality. Yeah. She's pretty and stuff. I was like, what's wrong with this? And then turns out. Like all these people start like getting photos with her at the door. That's so on the funny. way into my show, and I'm like, "Who is this girl?" And then I was like, "She must have been on the Bachelor." And that's <laughs> and so was. your audience <laughs> too. It's your, so your crowd. Because I get a, like a lot of uni girls come to my show, so they're all like, "Oh my god, Luke and uh, Melania." I think is her name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, she she's seen my video. She loved them. Mm, that's so. great. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, how are your shows going? Oh, yeah, you're starting some shows. At the nice, I'm doing week. doing some shows at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, the, uh, only three shows. I don't know when, when this goes out, but they're they're happening this week. If this goes out after my shows, I'll be really annoyed because the only reason I've come here is to self promote. Oh um, well, uh, like all guests before you, you will be very annoyed. <laughs> How is infuriating? What, yeah. what, what's the point of even being? I'm gonna be, yeah. <laughs> he's leaving. He's leaving. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Are you doing shows well, uh, outside of Melbourne at any point? <laughs> well, I, uh, it's a bit risky with the virus on, you know. You, don't, you scary, sort of don't want to book all, this, all these shows and then have them, you know, locked down and, and mm. whatever. And I've got kids. I can't, I, can't, I can't go and spend two weeks in a bloody hotel, you know. I need, yeah. I need to wipe butts and stuff like that at home. You know, I've mm. got to do yeah, – that stuff doesn't happen on its own. So, no, I'm only doing Melbourne. Oh, look, I'm hoping to continue. The, it's actually a resumption of the, the tour that got shagged last year yes. by the virus, which I only did in Adelaide and, and Brisbane. And the, the Brisbane show was kind of weird because everyone had started getting scared. I think it was on the 13th of March. Yeah, oh, and the we Comedy didn't. Festival got cancelled on the 14th, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, so that, was, that was the conditions. Yeah, so I remember, you know, I did it to this like largely empty theatre and, oh, no, no, and I, lo- I like to flatter myself to, to think it wasn't my fault. Maybe <laughs> well, it was been pretty full. <laughs> oh, thanks, Lewis. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. Um, it was a weird period. Like, I remember Luke and I, before the festival cancelled it, we were talking, like, oh, are they going to cancel it? I was in Queensland we? as well the week before that, on that day. Oh, you were too. I came home yeah. on the 13th. I was yeah. thinking, like, oh, man, if the festival doesn't do it, I'm going to have to cancel my own shows because, you know, well, it's exactly. really scary. Well, it's scary and it's not, it's not wasn't safe for the people in the audience. Well, I, I, I said that to them. Like, I, I sort of said, look, I'm looking out there and I can see a lot of empty seats and every time I see an empty seat, I'm thinking, well, there's a smart person or there's somebody else who's clever or there's a smart that, that person knows how to look after themselves, don't they? Whereas for the rest of you thickies who've decided to attend, uh, well, I hope you enjoy it, but, uh, you know. Might be the last show you ever see. <laughs> That's right, yes. Yes, that's a yes. lot of pressure on you, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, well it, yes, it was very nerve-wracking knowing that I might be causing all this this, this terrible public health hazard. Mm. You know. Yeah, but you're back now. Uh, doing Back the, now doing, doing, it, doing it in Melbourne for three nights. And obviously yeah. the, the virus has been revealed to be a hoax, so... Well, it has, so thank goodness for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a relief. Yeah. Why didn't they tell us earlier? I know. That well, it was well all Bill hoax. Gates needed to install his microchips. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. thing, that takes time, doesn't yeah. it, to install mm-hmm. those things. Firmware, software updates. It's amazing that people think these ex- huge conspiracies can happen when, when even the most basic tasks are totally beyond... The, any know. government, like no government, even a small local government yeah. is just utterly unable to collect the rubbish properly, or <laughs> you know, or even, or even set up a library yeah. that kind of, where the kind of return system works. And yet, people think mm. that there are these vast global networks that flawlessly run. You know, yeah, it is, it is funny. Like, there's there, there's definitely some secret shit going on, but it's not. I don't think it's as big as and 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 evil and and well orchestrated as people think it is. Because mm. all you need to do to disprove like the government and powerful people's like 
efficiency is just look at the road, you know? Like, how long has the <laughs> pothole been there? It's right. like, yes. They can't even fix that. Or maybe that's why there is a pothole, because they're so focused. These people will be mid-conversation with someone in the car, like, and another thing about it, they go, dunk, and then like just, like, keep talking about it. Yeah. And it's like, you think that's where your tax money's going mm. for microchips? I'm like, dude, they can't even, you know, run the bus on time. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? People also believe in the whole lot, don't they? That's in, that's an interesting one. I've noticed, because having mm. chatted to some people that believe in Conspir- they don't just they don't just believe in one thing you know i've never met anybody who says oh, i think i think reiki really has something to it but all the rest <laughs> of that stuff is rubbish yeah no, they always subscribe to everything all they, they, they go to every damn workshop and they, they they subscribe to all the groups about all the conspiracies i'm no, boring i don't i don't believe in anything uh i, in, like, I uh, in anything. you don't believe in anything. not even myself you're a cynic, <laughs> you're a cynic. Yeah. you know you know my problem is is i i'm interested in conspiracy because i like making fun of it so i like understand i like trying to understand like what they believe and every time i watch a conspiracy video about anything i'm like that sounds true oh when that I watched- sounds just <laughs> as true like i like i i looked into climate change denialism right i watched mm. a full thing on it i'm like fuck it's not real and then i watched a climate change thing i'm like well that sounds just as true <laughs> so I so you know I'm obviously not smart enough. <laughs> no, it's, I, have you ever watched the one on the moon landing? Yeah, yeah. they about all sound true. Well. Oh, about the why is the flag moving? Mm. No wind on the moon. Mm. I was just like, mm. now there's probably another side of the story that's like, oh, we moved because of this, and yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense too. But I just don't know a lot about the moon. So I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Well, it's beyond it's beyond rescue then, isn't yeah. it? It'll yeah. never be solved because no. you don't know about the moon. But so you might as well give up. Well, that's why I, I just, mean, that's why I give up. Like people always argue all the time about everything online, and I'm mm. just in the middle. Like I don't give a shit about anything. Well, to be honest, I'll you put, like, you put dramatic beer, music behind anything, and it sounds true. You know. Oh yeah. If you, if you, edit you had like dramatic right. piano, and I mm. was like, oh, yeah. women aren't real. You'd yeah. be like, fuck. That's, that's wild. They could all be blokes in dresses. That's crazy. It's the power of film. Making, I mean, isn't it? Well, because we, we, we even fictitious movies, you know, mm. you sit there nervous and we worry about, you know, bloody That's actors. That's why we see movies because because yes. your brain doesn't really know that it's not real. No, exactly. You know? Yeah, we feel emotions and we and we buy into you know some yeah. So so when it when it purports to actually be true, no wonder yeah. we think it's true. Mm. And we think we think, we think Marvel movies are true <laughs> when we watch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's feel, there's a moment during the way. Avengers when Thanos snaps and people start to die. I start to cry. It's not real, but my brain yeah. thinks it is. Yeah, yeah and then the know? person next to you just fades away, and you're yeah. like, "Fuck, maybe this movie's got a point." Well, no, that's schizophrenia. That's, uh, yeah. yeah, different thing. <laughs> so yeah, again, I'm yeah. going through some shit, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're watching so many moon shows. Yeah, <laughs> no, we, they forced us to watch that in primary school. Like what, a, what a moon sh- conspiracy video! The uh, they they just oh, showed us both that. of them. Yeah. So they showed us the one about how it's oh. not real and the one that it is real. Right. And it was like now I have a discussion of. And at the time I was like, oh, what a great learning exercise. And now I look back at it, they're just like making future conspiracy nuts from a young age. Yeah, and then people yeah, are sitting that's... there going, they're trying to tell me that this is the wrong one, but it sounds more true than the other one. Because we still argue about it, it at recess mm. like we were in a Facebook comment section. Yeah. Just used to abuse each other with no facts or evidence from yeah. one documentary we've seen during the class. Well, that's the world now. I know. And you've created the world. <laughs> yeah. Blame that's the education system. the world system. we live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something to be said for production values too because I, mean, I bet you if you'd been shown that conspiracy video and then had the boring teacher explain the truth. Yes. You wouldn't have believed the boring teacher in one second, right? No. No way. You'd have to pull out a speaker and start playing ominous music. Yeah, and she doesn't have like a little subtitle card under her that says NASA expert or something like that. She does not. And and it never says self-taught, does it? It always (laughs) says, you know, I've studied this for 14 years. It's like, well, on Bing, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I love. I love my favorite thing about conspiracy theories is that is that there's like there's there's male conspiracy theories and then there's 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 ones for women as well. Like ours are like the moon landing and nine eleven and and like other crazy shit. Like, <laughs> gendered like conspiracy? No, gendered conspiracy theories for women. They've got astrology, uh, uh-huh. new age health oh, stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. my my girlfriend's really into yoga. astrology. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, uh-huh. I don't know about yoga. You know, I yoga. think it's uh, a conspiracy, man. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't need to do it in forty degrees. All right, bickering mm. yeah. yoga is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> Doing anything. That's like, true. Nick Cody has a great bit about it. How like people go, oh, bickering yoga, it's so hard. He's like, doing anything in forty degrees is hard. <laughs> yeah. Try bickering walking to the shops. Now that's not my bit. That's Nick Cody. <laughs> that He's a very funny, funny comedian. But it's a great yeah, point. That's great. That's a good point. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, well, what have you been up to these days? Yeah. Well, yeah, we're desperately panicking about this show because, well, as I've disappointed <laughs> to yeah. learn, the, the show's in the future, right? Right now it's happening this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but in your past. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I've desperately got to relearn this year-old show but also freshen it up a bit. So, And, and when you have children, you know, this, you, can't, you can't work at home. This is called, yes. you know, it's, it's really, it's just, it's not working at home. This mm. is... Mm. And I think this will be the saviour of office blocks and stuff. It's like just parent, people who have kids will flee to the office block. Yeah, yeah that's the only true. Way for you- us, I think it was it was pretty good. Like it, it, you know, it was shit not being in the same room, but for planning and writing, it's been kind of fine. Yeah. But we don't have children running around. I've got a cat. That's annoying enough. I will see. Yeah, and when you have to change the cat's nappy and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's and really it's, time consuming. Pay attention to me. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah. You, you've got to sort of teach the cat maths and... Yeah, all of those things. Yeah, it's yeah. very you know I what it's that. like. Yeah, yeah. So you can't hit it. No, it's frowned upon. You've got, yeah. you've got. It's but right, but you've got you do. But yeah, we obviously. But we but, frown. But yeah, you, yeah. yeah. And it's, sometimes you got to cop a frown. You do. You got to cop a frown. You got to apply for for things like the cat care subsidy and mm-hmm. enroll the cat into cat care and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes on forever. So Stop it from drinking the yeah. dish, dishwashing yes, liquid. Yes, you do. You've got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Omo is oh. for sketches, not ingesting. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, and this show, this live show is full of music, you know, so, so yeah. I've got to actually, it's, it makes a racket. So, you know, I'm playing a lot of guitars. I'm doing a lot of sketches with can't sound really, effects. Can't really practice it at 1 a.m. You know, well, yeah. this is, no, it's a problem. And, and piano and, and, your, and stuff you like that. you practicing would sound real fun to a child. It sounds so know? fun. Actually, yeah, she comes in and asks. Yeah. You know, my daughter comes in. I've got a baby. He doesn't ask because he's eight months old. Oh, we would now. ask. Okay. Yeah, oh, I've got two now. See, this is, it's become even exponentially bloody harder, right? Yeah. It's going to become 16 times harder than having one. <laughs> it's like a grass. Like, you're just one to the power of. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, and because I don't, I don't do stand-up, you know, um, even. So I've got all these instruments and, and mm. um, you know, I, I trigger sounds off an iPad for this show. Yeah. I wanted to have some production values. But this is an interesting thing I've noticed, though, about audiences is – you, know, you put a production values into a live show and it's almost like people enjoy it less in a way than if than if you were doing stand-up with no effects at all, which is... And I've tried to work out why that might be because often often the, the most loved gigs... Are Maybe you're not very funny. I think that could be it. <laughs> Do you reckon that's the answer? Huh? I mean, is, is, should there be no, comedy in a comedy show? I mean, Do you honestly maybe? want to know what I think? What I, do you I think, think there is, is a reason. What, what's the I reason? Think people love... The they think stand up is effortless. They think like, mm. oh, he's not even trying. He's getting up there and just talking, and he's so naturally funny, even though it's yeah. like all scripted and stuff like that. I think they see production value and they go, they oh, they expect more because they're like, yes. oh, he's put a lot of thought into this. I've got the same theory as well, but I like the theory about not being funny. I think this is yeah. also <laughs> something no, to like, that. But I think I you're had, right. Uh, the expectation. I did yes, a little Q and A thing on my Instagram, and I had like five questions from people going. Uh, so man, how do you just like come up with an hour every night? Like you just get up and like they people don't know how literally. Think, they don't think it's written. Like it's people think it's just like oh, their funny mate from the pub just goes. I'm putting on a show. Yeah, they do. And yeah. He rocks up and just talks for an hour. Just talks all for an improv. Hour. That would yeah. be the most amazing thing yeah. you've ever seen in your life. I had life. someone ask me the other day. Like a, yeah. a friend from high school went. So oh my god, how do you? So you're doing 22 nights. How do you think of something new to say every night? Every night. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> what do you, like, that's <laughs> crazy. But yeah. I, I think, yeah, like when, when yeah. they see pre-production, they go, oh, he's thought about it. And, and I also think, right, unfortunately for all of us, comedy is just inherently less cool and impressive than like music or rap. Or something, you know, mm, like at mm. music concerts, women will lift up their shirts and show their yeah. breasts. Would never happen at a comedy ha- show. Doesn't happen at comedy, except maybe with. Uh, I think Russell Howard might get that, or isn't there somebody who I don't know? I had it once. Did you really? Well, why? One, what? 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 Time, what why did doing, that happen? I was doing an open mic at oh, Brunswick Hotel. Oh well, and there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why. <laughs> no explanation <laughs> needed. I was doing I was doing some mildly sexual bit, like a joke about sex, mm. and then this girl in the in uh, like halfway in the middle of the crowd yells out something like "woo," and I'm like, "Oh, I do some interaction with her." And she goes, "I'm like, what do you do for work?" She goes, "I'm a stripper." And I'm like, "Oh, really? Are you?" And she goes, "Yeah, look." 
and then just whips her tits out. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, you didn't have to prove it. But <laughs> yeah, I felt like imagine like, I'm the chef, and then he just gets behind the bar and rips you up something real quick. I, know. I, 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 I put $20 in her underwear. I felt like obliged, you know? Amazing. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, well, 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 the stripper is partly an explanation, though, isn't it? I mean, she didn't say, you know, I'm a high court judge. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah it sort of explains. That would be weirder. That would be odd. Mm. But you're right. You know, there's a different type of fan. I'm a politician. Maybe. She um, starts jacking off. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> but the last show I saw of yours was with Chris Taylor. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. But I thought it was. I thought the the more produced musical plan things were fucking hilarious. Oh, cheers. Well, you did. Yeah. No, no, look, people do like it. People do like it. But sometimes, and, and yeah, and I think the show got a good, like the show when I did it in Adelaide, it got a great response from the audience. Um, and by the end, they, they loved it. And I, and I was thinking, oh, wow, the show works, it's, which is nice. You know, and yeah. at the end of the show, you get a big round of applause and cheers and everything. Mm. And I thought, oh, the show works. I put so much effort in. I'm playing these instruments. I put all these, I've edited the hell out of all these little bits. Yeah. The whole thing's crafted. And they loved it. But then I'd walk past, you know, somebody who was doing stand up and they, they were getting the same response. And that made me think, well, why didn't I just do that? <laughs> I should have. Okay. So that's not the to, problem. I wouldn't have People had to play. People do the, love it. You're just like, love it more, please. Well, it is. I sort of feel like <laughs> yeah, you, like, you kind of want the double. The, yeah, I kind of want yeah. double or triple the response. But that's because I put it is. You're doing music and comedy. I know. I'm yeah. doing all this stuff. That's, this, all, that's always how it is, though. Often I feel I'm like. I'm like as hacks that just talk. Always, yes. always the yes. the most the most produced like the so often the, the shit you put the most work into is like less well received than the thing you just put out. You're totally. like, oh, this one's all right, yeah, totally. whatever. Do you think it's sometimes less funny if something looks expensive too? Because I sometimes think that, like, I, I sometimes feel I'm, I'm a huge fan of Rowan Atkins. I love Rowan Atkins. Yes, but I've always thought. Um, for me, I've always thought the Johnny English movies are not quite as funny as they ought to be. No, because it's, 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 it's too expensive. They're really produced and, and like that's the um, point of them also. But I think with comedy, the yeah. more real it is, the funnier it is because it's more relatable. Like, Dude, Mr. Bean looks like a shot in a Nokia. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and why we it's find part that of the character. You know, we the find appeal, that with yeah. video. Like sometimes yeah. like we'll post a video, you know, that's filmed on expensive cameras or whatever, but then we'll film just some shit on a mobile phone and it will do right. better. And it does better. Because it's more real. Yeah. That's so true. It's so true. I've always and I've always thought in in slapstick too, I quite like it when it looks fake, you know. I'm a much mm. prefer seeing a mannequin fall off a cliff than something that looks like a real person yes. falling off a cliff. I, I do. There's different views on this. Chaz Lichardello and I often disagreed on this production values thing on our Chaser yeah. shows because I always wanted things to look cheap and nasty. So I thought that was funnier. Whereas he he, he was – and I think maybe because I was raised on a lot of British TV and he was raised on a lot of American TV, which is yeah. American movies. Yeah, much more expensive stuff. And I think and, – and so to him he actually finds things funnier if they do look real. Which is interesting. You know, yeah. It's just a, just a question of taste. I think that was part of the success of the Chasers War and everything, uh, that it was so raw. Not that it was shot bad at all, just like when you used to cut to people's reactions in the street and because the cameras were often running after you or yeah. it was shot kind of shaky yeah. and it felt like you were it was real and you were in the yeah. moment and it was just yeah. being captured and there was something like spontaneous about it. I yes. feel like if you were filming it on yeah. tripods... In HD, <laughs> it wouldn't true. have had the same yeah, for sure. a, a yeah. appeal to it. I think, I, I think had that's it, right. Uh, I had it recently where I, I put, Keel and I spent days oh, editing yeah. this one video in front of a green screen with graphics and this and that, and, and it, went, it went okay, you know? And then, because we're so busy with the comedy festival, the last video I put out was literally filmed in 30 minutes during sound check at my venue while I'm testing the mic, doing the lights, right. putting cards yeah. down, setting up chairs, just like ad-libbing off a current thing that happened. And it is the best performing video <laughs> I have put out for yeah, months. That's He's literally walking up the stairs at his venue in the video, like, all right, so I'm about to go into my show, but this happened during the week. And he's like just setting up for it. Like, and mm. people. During filming, my care. camera guy fell off the stage trying to get the right shot, and I just <laughs> left it in because we didn't have time to reshoot it. And the comments are like, man, you should do more of these types of videos. Yeah, I'm like, what, yeah. bad ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's maybe yeah. just be shit. 
I think that's the, yeah. the, the lesson for all of us is yeah. be more He's shit. You're panicking about the show. Stop. Be Take more, the day yes, off. Just, just rock up shit, and you go, oh, I don't even know how to play piano. Anyway, yeah. enjoy yeah. the show. Yeah. <laughs> you should have your child come out and fucking annoy you while you're doing it. They'd love it. Well, that'd be yeah, like the same as the rehearsals then, for sure. Yeah, that would be, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm mostly doing that. And then, you know, when the... When the pandemic happened, I spent mm. a lot of time just writing uh, some new stuff in in the hope of making a something, hope of making a screen thing, whether it's TV or like a series or a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so hopefully there'll be a TV thing coming. Like but narrative I just, I driven or yeah, yeah, yeah very musical okay, cool. narrative type That's of thing. Cool. Um, so ho- hopefully there'll be something like that again. Um, but whether it will happen, you never quite know with these things. Yeah. What yeah, What do you, you think about like what's happening with TV, like like uh, at the moment, like with all these streaming services and mm. and just how it's all kind of changing? Because I think you know, I mean, radio obviously has changed heaps because of quarantine and pandemic. But then you know, with social media coming into TV, like the Chaser like brand has mm. kind of had this massive digital resurgence. Yeah, it has. Um, because of Facebook, you guys have started posting the satirical articles again, um, which I think is really which, cool. By the way, I don't know if people know this. The Chaser were doing way before Batuta and The Onion. Yeah. Right? You were doing No, a, The Onion did before us. The Onion not was before online, the but like you were doing a satirical oh, newspaper anyway. Yeah. yeah so yeah, if you don't yeah. know, you, you I think the first thing you guys did as a group was a physical satirical newspaper. Like yeah, you would print it, it pay it with your own money and, yeah. and sell it in Sydney. As That's uni, right. uni students. Yeah, uh, yeah. just after uni it might have been. Oh, no, it's, uh, some of the writers were at uni, yeah, and some of them had just finished, I think, yeah. Mm. And there was a bunch of writers. I wasn't an editor of that paper, but it was pretty much started by Charles Firth, yeah. who, who still runs, and, and, and he still runs all the online Chaser stuff to this very day. Right. And, yes. and those, those of us from the TV team don't really do it. We don't really contribute to that online stuff now. Mm. But, uh, but Charles has this really talented group of writers who... Yeah. Who churn that stuff out now? But yeah, it started great. as this piss take of a newspaper, um, which I think at the time kind of was. I, th- I think I think I think the Onion maybe did exist as a physical newspaper before the Chaser physical newspaper. But anyway, it was a newspaper. It was hard to distribute because yeah. companies kept refusing to distribute the Chaser newspaper because it was quite offensive. Yeah, and uh, you know, the, especially the front, the front cover was was usually some offensive joke about the queen's the queen mother or or whatever it was. You know. Um, so I think one of them gave away a massive spoiler about the new Harry Potter <laughs> novel or something. <laughs> um, some char- some major character was going to die that yeah. somebody at, was it at, in the office dies? got wind of. Yeah, it was something like that. It was yeah, oh, I can't when remember. the books were coming out. When the books were coming out. <laughs> oh, it, it, it totally ruined... That's Which I so wouldn't funny. do now. It's interesting what sort of jokes you wouldn't do now. I, and mm. I wasn't part of that Harry Potter joke, I must say. I, I, used, to do, I used to write some some page when I had this other job, you know, and I had yeah. this office job and I would I would just write my chaser page on the, yeah. on the office the hours. Company time. <laughs> I used to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's so where that, I wrote my first show on company time. Was yeah. it on company time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah, at the yeah. golf club. Mm. My, that was the first outing for the chaser. Was my favourite one that you did during the newspaper days was uh, the, the Prime Minister's phone number. Yeah, that's right. It was Howard ignores the people. So call him at home on O two. I mean, somebody found out his home phone number. His actual, actually, it was real. Yeah. Not, not the public prime minister's phone number. No, no. His actual home phone. It number. It was his home phone number on yeah. the front page of the news. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, How did I you even get that? I, I look. I, I can't remember who found it, and and but I think that might have been Charles's idea actually to, mm. to to publish it like that that's uh, not it, illegal it feels like a charles firth idea is that illegal it's not no but it idea. should be i don't know i don't know well i mean he might have been in the white pages at that time which we used Maybe. to be for if you don't know what that is you know, yeah. yeah it's a phone book that people used to look up the people's phone numbers in before yeah. <laughs> before it's cra- crazy that that was um, ever a thing it's so just... funny you had to have this massive book in your house it took up yeah. so much room this thick, this thick book. That and the yellow pages with and all the, the yellow businesses. Pages. Yeah. The White yellow pages, pages was every person's phone number in the country. Yellow yes. pages was every business's phone number in the country. It was basically just Google. But even worse, yes, like you can't Google like Andrew Hansen's phone number and find it. No, you had to, re- you had to read this. 
Massive yeah. book. And yeah. you never you didn't you never gave him your phone number. I don't know how they got it. No. No, well exactly. He wouldn't give it over. The uh, phone companies would give it over. Yeah. I mean we used to have to ask, I think, for it not to be in the book. Which there was is a call bullshit. List. You have like, to ask me. Not you. I shouldn't have to ask. Hey, can you uh, not put my phone number in a book, yeah, please? Yeah, this is how the world has changed. Like We're yeah. so worried about privacy now. But back then, it's like, oh, yeah, your phone number's in a book. You didn't <laughs> and, ask. And the everyone has free. the book. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the book's, book's free. free. And you forgot to ask for it not to be in there. <laughs> and I think you even had to, I, Look, I could be wrong. Correct me on this in the comments. I think you might even have had to pay yes. extra. Yep. Did you have to pay extra to, to, pay not, money. to not be in the book? Yeah, I think crazy. it was called a silent number. Yes. <laughs> and it cost Very more. Ridiculous. Oh, what a stupid world we used to live in. Uh, Unbelievable. The, now it's stupid for other reasons, though. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, like, it is. It's the, it's the opposite problem. Flipped. It's the opposite thing now. So so what do you what do you think about, yeah. like, how, you know, Australian TV and, like, because mm. you've been in it. Like, yeah. your, your Chase of War and everything is essentially why I started comedy. I watched it and I was like, Man, I want to do that. Oh, yeah, I, I should never have done that. <laughs> what a mistake! Sorry, everyone. Man. What um, have you done? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, look at me now. You know? um, yeah. Now well, you're on my show. How has TV's changed? Well, it's better. It's better to watch for, for the audience. It's much better now. TV isn't it? Because there's way mm. more shows. There's so many shows. Yeah. For Australia, it's hard because you know we the big international streamers aren't being forced to really make Australian shows. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, we can try and. Can, you, know, can, think, you can take a show to them and hope that they, that yeah, they make it. But they don't need yeah. to. I think the um, government has been talking about making streaming services create a certain amount of content. Because yeah. if you don't know, all of, the main, all of the TV channels must make a certain percentage of Australian content to yeah. retain our culture and keep arts alive, which I think is a great thing. I think it is a it's good thing. Like Triple J as well. Yeah. They have to pay like 70% or something Australian. It's something like that. Because this is expensive yeah. to make Australian shows because there's not much of us and mm. you know, our, our economy is different. It costs money if you want Australian stuff. You much cheaper you. to buy stuff. So yeah. If, yeah. You know, if they didn't force them to do it, we would have no Australian TV. Yeah, no, otherwise, exactly. yeah, Costa from Gardening Australia would just be actually homeless. He wouldn't look homeless. He'd be <laughs> what a on Tragedy. What a tragedy that I would know. be. He'd probably be on the street looking fabulous. He'd probably look like Giorgio Armani or something. Yeah. <laughs> if he had no he job. He would have got rid of the beard Suddenly. to get a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like the but garden. Costa. Yeah. <laughs> but he looks like he gets I love true. Costa. He should yeah. be a garden. That, yeah. Maybe that's his next series, Costa's yeah. Garden, in his, in his yeah. beard. Yeah. Just all these birds and Gardening myself. And, <laughs> and it's just him having a shave or, or a comb. It's <laughs> <laughs> finding cucumbers in his armpits. And amazing show. Well, they should pitch that to the streaming. It network. actually is such you a know. good show, Gardening Australia. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that into gardening. Sometimes I'll get sucked in. Or my yeah, dad will be show. sitting there watching it, and I'll be like, "Oh, yeah. Dad, why are you watching about tulips?" And then, yeah. like half an hour later, I'll be like, "Oh, I didn't know you had to water them for that long." That's a quality that's show. That's it a quite an amazing show. Maybe we need more of that. You see, that's yeah. why we need the quotas on mm. on local content. But but no, no TV is changing. It's also you know, it's it's if you want to make a comedy show, I mean that's you've got ABC's your you're biggest your biggest chance. Well, you're not allowed. You're usually not allowed to. You know, it's mm. yeah. There's, there's there's only so many dollars to go around, and um, it's pretty already kind of there's this queue. You know, mm. if you, so if you pitch a show, it does take at least three years before it'll be on air, even if they say yes. And yeah. it's so rare that they they will say yes because there's so there's so many comedians yeah. and so few hours that that any of the networks put into comedy or or any show. ABC does way more, obviously, than the yes. others. The yeah. others do a little bit. Um, you know, but they also have all these sort of pre-existing kind of shows that have been running for years and years. Mm. And they take up a lot of the space too. So if you, if you turn up with a new thing, you, you kind yeah. of, there's not all that much room for it. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is really hard. And, and that's why, you know, the, the, making your own show like this, is is I a, think is a good go. thing. I mean, yeah, this is the go, the go, isn't it? This is what this is what people should be doing, really. Yeah, because also you can take risks if you make I your mean, own show. The network's yeah. not going to take any risks. We can kind of do whatever we want. I mean, and we we do. And sometimes, and this is where I guess is a good place to end on is like we take a lot of risks, and uh, we often are quite rude to our bosses. Yeah. Here. Yeah. And yeah. we we, we cross the line, and we always did that at the radio station as well. We uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a lack of it's not even a lack of respect. It's just it's a bit of fun. 
It is. Can you, are you going to be rude to your bosses now? Oh, we already, we've already started. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah started. He, he was the on the show that, the other day. The guy that runs this place. We asked him for 50 bucks. Yeah. Up. He's very rich. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's, called, he's called Money, Money Ryan. Ryan. Uh, and boss. that's the name yeah. we've given him, which is, you know, mm. I, I'm not, maybe it's respectful calling someone Money Ryan, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, it's quite flattering, isn't it? I mean, if you, I'd, be, I'd love to be called Money something. Mm. Yeah, Money so Hanson. Quite wealthy. That's, that money that sounds hands. better. Money, hey, money hands. Hands. Unfortunately, you've spent too many years at the ABC. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't do you the world of good. <laughs> As a freelance, it's okay. If you work there full-time, you end up very wealthy, actually. Full-time. Like people mm. who are at the ABC uh, who work there a lot, I think I think they end up really quite rich. Yeah. Um, but if you're a freelance, you know, who bring in bring in shows, well, yeah. then, you know. You get each, one payday. And you then, get one thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like every They're, job Every job is one one. Thing. And, and then, then the you're out the door. They just yeah. pay you in Omo. Or they can pay. Yeah, yeah. Pay, I'd, I'd take Omo. Yeah. take Omo. You know. So we were thinking, you know, we've we've we we push mm. the boundaries here, and we're messing with the show that's so much bigger than us mm. next door. We've uh, yeah. we've never had to uh, apologize, and we don't ask for permission because we've always had the philosophy: it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. That's mm. what we kind of do. That's how we do it. But we've never had to ask for forgiveness. Uh, you've had to apologise for things that you've done with your show yeah. uh, at the ABC and to the general public. Mm. We were wondering, you know, if you do push it, you know, and we get in trouble, what, what's the best way? Because obviously you had the public mm. apology, but yeah. there must have been a few private conversations as well. What's the best way mm. to, to really get away with To apologise to your boss who has a bit of cash. Yeah. Oh, to apologise to your boss who has a bit of money. Mm. Yeah. Well... Look, this is the thing, you know, apologies get judged nowadays. And are yes. you talking about a private apology here, though? Well, maybe Ooh. maybe both. You Give know? us both. Right. Well, the public apology, the first thing that all the social media people are going to be looking for is is to criticise your apology because mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's step two in the outrage cycle, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like first, first, they get very angry at you for what you've said. Mm-hmm. Secondly, they get really angry because your apology is never good enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's part of the fun. That's part of the fun. I love, I love, you know, piling onto people myself, mm-hmm. and so, Absolutely. so you're only you, you're on you're on a hiding to nothing. If you make if you're going to make an apology, yeah. Lucan Lewis, you're on a hiding to nothing to begin with. It's yes. never going to be good enough because you also piss off the people that uh, enjoyed whatever you did because they cause, don't want to see you apologize exactly because because yeah. that's you saying yes. well you shouldn't have liked that exactly yeah yeah, yeah you're no, really yeah. apologizing yeah. unless you're really backed into a corner is I think is always the worst move. Publicly, well, especially it's for a joke. You should say that. You see, yeah, well, I've been told this too because, like, after we, yeah, after the the we apologised for a very off-colour joke, which again, in my mellow sort of middle age, I probably wouldn't ma- wouldn't make that joke if I did that work today. But I was young and cruel at the was time. Was that the, make, uh, a wish make a wish? Joke? Yeah, that's right. Was really, we, we were young and cruel, <laughs> you know. And a sketch yeah. of like, why bother giving Make a Wish kids gifts? They're going to die anyway. Yeah, it's exactly. So we apologised, you know. But like, you're not supposed to laugh. Which isn't funny. You shouldn't laugh. You shouldn't. And we apologised. Andrew apologised for it. Just laughing at uh, something else. And just how outrageous it is. It's, it's sure. a comedy of wrongness, right? It's a comedy of wrongness, you mm. know. And, and maybe you can get away with that sort of stuff. It is pretty a, crazy pub. that they, like, you got to air that even. Though, yeah, it was weird. Well, yeah, it was the ABC boss. But any of those kids who would be offended by it, I mean, they're not going to last many months. So, uh, now look, I'm not allowed to enjoy any of this. Right? You're yeah. apologising. You're yeah. going to be apologising. I, I would like yeah. to officially apologise for that joke. It was too much. You need yeah. to. It was too much. And yeah. I would just like to say the only reason why I allowed him to do the joke is because it was his wish. It was um, disgust. It was disgraceful. Yeah. Look, this is making me very uncomfortable. Right? Yeah. How many times <laughs> am I going to have to apologise for this? Yeah. But I, d- I spoke to a, to a very. There was a comedian who who we all. Admired a lot of Chris Morris, who mm-hmm. made this show Brass Eye that we all thought was a, this yes. amazing show that had kind of it was a bit of an influence on on CNN and N. And we finally got to meet Chris Morris one day, and he was quite annoyed at me for having apologised for that right. scare. You know, I just remember him saying, "I wouldn't apologise for that," and he looked quite pissed off about it. So, why um, did you apologise? Did you Did the ABC make was it genuine or were you made to? Yeah, you think? or are you no, even no, allowed I think to say? I, well, I think it was gen- no, it was a bit of both. I mean, it was. I think it, it caused was, a you know, lot of outrage. I it remember did. It did. as it a young a person, I watched it and I laughed, and then I saw the outrage, and then I was like, oh, maybe I should be angry about this. Like I got a little bit brainwashed, and I was like, no, nah, I thought it was funny. Well, it just got divided views. A lot of people yeah. thought it was funny, and a lot of people didn't think it was funny. I suppose. And when you, but when you've got that many people mm. who don't think who don't like it, yeah. you kind of got to apologize. I think you know, if it's just a huge number of people, 
Um, then I think you sort, of, you sort of have to go. Uh, yeah, well, we probably we probably shouldn't have done that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you can say in hindsight it um, wasn't a great call, but I don't think like it's always so weird that people I think apologize for jokes because it's like life goes on. You didn't like it. That's okay. I see some stuff all the time that I don't like, and I just move on with my life. I suppose it, it, it depends whether you feel that a joke. You can, didn't hurt can be... a kid. Like you didn't. No, no physical damage was done. Mm, no, I don't think. True. No, no. Even that's, emotionally, we, even we didn't physically hurt anyone. No, <laughs> no. Even emotionally, do you think that would have been a bridge too far? Yeah. If we'd gone and physically. Well, it depends. <laughs> like if it was sure. like a comically large spoon, there's uh, yeah, some no, comedy in that. Maybe that's true. You could, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. you could apologize, perhaps, uh, you know. to like a parent of a kid or the, the, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. You don't want people to feel bad. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> bad about your your work. So, you? so you had your public um, apology. Yeah, privately, yeah. you know, what was the conversation? Privately, um, that's a good question. I'm trying to remember it because it was a very chaotic time. It was a really chaotic time because the show was more popular than it should have been. It was this I think weird that was niche really show, really at its height. I yeah, think, and, and that memory. was one of the problems. Like you know, because we also discovered, and we were a bit embarrassed to find out that that sketch that was controversial, and I, an almost identical sketch had actually been broadcast on an Australian sketch show about a year prior to that. There was a show called um, Monster House. Um, yeah, I remember. This, show, is bring, I this is bringing me back to yeah, when all like, this stuff was yeah, happening. Yeah, I, I think maybe Kate McLennan was in or I think it was somebody. Oh, maybe. Um, yeah, Dan I think the um, difference was they didn't show children in theirs, whereas you did, I think. Yeah, maybe they didn't or something. And the other difference was that that show was on Foxtel and nobody watched it. Mm. You no. Know? Whereas our show was far too po- – because a, a show that's dark and, and has yeah. gallows humour and weird weird experimental comedy is, is not supposed to be watched by yeah. huge numbers of people, right? Yeah. And we were for some reason, which I always thought, why is this? You know, we're just it's, this niche it's show. It's because of the news. Um, like, I, like I remember like it was the thing at school to watch your show and then the next mm. day talk about it. Ha- Hamish and Andy's gap year was like that also. Yeah, so yeah, like they, yeah. But they were much more, mm. uh, you know, silly and, and friendly and more mainstream than what you guys were doing. So it was a strange thing for a bunch of it's high just school kids stunts. to watch People it. just talked about yeah, mm, the stuff. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. you would push it, for example, it just that word sketch. Of, word of mouth viral. You know, well, like it kind of did. If you were doing really, it today, yeah. whether you like that be... sketch or not, people were talking about it, like, mm. and that's why the show was so popular. Yeah, it did have it did it. have that effect. I mean, yeah. not which is, but it still ran. It, what what that meant was there were yes. a lot of people watching it who it wasn't really for. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. and so we, you know, but then we should have modified our thinking, perhaps, you know, and gone well if, you know, if people are getting, and of course the other thing that happens with outrages is a lot of the people who get angry actually haven't watched the thing. Yes. They've just heard yeah. of it. Yeah. And, and a lot of them don't like would, the thing to begin with. Well, they would never anyway, like you. you know, like, they, they wouldn't like you yeah. anyway. Yeah. And they do get They're angry. just annoyed. I mean, we, that we know this happens. They're kind of annoyed at the ABC for just putting it to air and not necessarily yeah, you. Yeah, I think, and this happens on the other side. Like, on both sides of the political spectrum, this happens. You know, yes. like, like if, if a right-wing shock jock ends up being talked about for saying something outrageous... Mm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are angry and demanding that, that his show be axed, but most of the people who are demanding that don't listen to his show anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and don't like him to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so, so that's a funny thing that happens in, with, with outrage. Is we, mm. of, course, of course you get outraged and angry about things you don't like already. Course, you know, you wouldn't, yeah, it's quite rare that something you love would, would outrage you. It's like if someone snuck spicy Um, food into my sandwich, I would be outraged. You don't like spicy, not a fan of spicy food, I can't handle it. It's white. I'm I'm very yeah, very white. You are, yeah. gosh. Yeah. No sport, no spice. <laughs> yeah, this is the blandest comedian in Australia yeah. sitting Come here. Come on, it's man, like, it'll be a fucking like, DVD up there. <laughs> it is also sitting right next to me. So I'm, what, yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the the blandest. I'm literally wearing Vans. So yeah. Oh no, look, I'm bland. Is that why the Savoys are they? Is the spiciest you'll go? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The salt like on the... them is a bit hot. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need so milk. Sydney. How you said it, Savoys. Savoys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you pronounce them? Because you, you have you're Jats. A, you're a Jats rat. Biscuit. Oh, I do. I've got Jats. We, yeah. Jats rat. uh, it's Jats inferior. Is We're it? Savoy boys. Absolutely. You're a Jats rat. We've well, actually right. scientifically proven this where everyone from Sydney doesn't get Savoys, right? No, it doesn't. They taste it doesn't. Sli- 
slightly different. Same oh, yeah. box, they taste slightly different. different. They are. Uh, they and are. we've had everyone from Sydney mm. who's had a Savoy has gone, oh, these are actually better. Yeah. But everyone's vehemently against right. Savoys until they try them. We did a big investigation on our radio show. Have you uh, had them? You did. Long-time oh, yeah. fans. Oh, I've had Savoys. What's Long the investigation time? show? Well, uh, we called uh, Renee from yeah. PR at Arnott's. Yeah. And uh, okay. we had a few lengthy yeah, conversations idea. on yeah. air. Good idea. Uh, yeah. We got sent 40 boxes. We did a lot of taste testing. We asked for 100. Yeah, she didn't give us that. <laughs> <laughs> she only, ah, right. We're still waiting on the other 60% well, of that shipment. When we might you call get her the, again tomorrow. When you get the drive show, Lewis, <laughs> yeah. that's when you get 100 supporters. Say, yeah. it's, well, been, we it's been three years. I don't think we can call her. Like, Renee, remember us? The guys that used to call you at 8 p.m. on a Friday? <laughs> she was in bed with her newborn, and we're like going, send us boxes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the ingredient difference, one ingredient, well, one main ingredient between the two. Yeah. Savoy's, yeah, packed full of a beautiful golden syrup. Mm-hmm. Oh, how good does that? They've sound? got golden syrup, yeah, right? and, and, jats, and jats, jats, malt, yuck, malt. I love oh. malt. Hang on, this, malt is, is going to be golden syrup hands no. down. Any malt's the Absolutely. worst part of oh, Milo. What about a malted milkshake? I mean, this is the greatest flavor. It's got the, it's got that indefinable chalkiness that uh, if you just described yeah. it as chalkiness. Yeah, yeah, I love chalky tastes. It's so good, like a Milanta or something. It's, it's a fantastic taste. Like what? Uh, you know, that, that stuff you have for digestive issues. It tastes like chalk. That is not a good thing. It's a good You've thing. Never, you don't go... So you have a jazz and just it's shit a good yourself. Thing. When you're talking about how good digestive issue drinks taste, oh. you, you might be getting a bit old. When you've got my digestion. <laughs> yeah. you, when you get to this age, you will be a Mylanta fan, let me yeah. tell you that. Well, that's, you know, look, I've been in Melbourne for three years now, right? So yeah. I've, I've kind of come around to the Savoy's. Um, the, the, the regional one that I, have, that I struggle with is the different ginger nut. Uh, it's mm. different here than there are actually four different ginger nuts around Australia, right? All owned by Arnott's. Really weird that they do that. And that's just like mm. do different things for different places. Oh, it's, it's history. It's history. It's capitalism. I think. The, I think there used to be like little mum and dad operations. Like here's my yeah, ginger I nut. Think and then Arnott's would just buy businesses, yeah. and then rename them, but keep the recipes to yeah. not yes. piss off the state. Well, and exactly. then they all have the same name, so they save money on the packaging, but they don't change the recipe, so they don't piss off Perth. And it's it's and genius. It's yeah. genius. Yeah. We, yeah. we should do this, you know, you do this with comedy, don't you? You sort of tailor your, your, your yeah. material we've a little started, bit. We've started buying podcasts. A little bit. Have yeah. you? Yeah. Good, right. Yes. <laughs> Which ones have you picked up? The Joe Rogan one yet? Is that, uh, yeah. is that Luke and Lewis? We've got an investment deal going Good. with that. We're going to nice. own about 20% of Joe Rogan's show. I'm glad. Um, yeah, and nice. it's just going to be me and Luke. Mm. Luke's going to be Joe. I'm just going to be whatever conspiracy theorist he gets on. Yeah, no. And they won't know. They're not going to tell the difference. Yeah, I'll That's shave genius. my head for the role. Happy to do it. Luke started <laughs> a, a, a cycle of steroids. Yeah, uh, good, and good, we're going to cut off news. his shins so he's a bit shorter. Yeah, yeah. and I'm exclusively yeah. only going to talk about ju- uh, just martial arts, but mainly jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I think this is a this is a winning format. Oh, absolutely, yeah. winning format. Absolutely. Are you going to do moon material because he's not so strong on that? Uh, heaps of moon stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, Joe. You know the moon landing. You fucked it up. You're Joe. Oh, You're Joe. Yeah. Man, see, we need to work this out. Yeah, We're still yeah. in it's early days. That was yeah, an so. unconvincing Joe. Yeah. <laughs> he talks. More. What do you mean? I was high. Was, so. <laughs> Good, good yeah. save, good save. Sometimes good save. he spaces out for like 30 seconds, so it's so good. Did someone say space? Yeah. <laughs> Great, we're back. Um, well, uh, Andrew, thank you very much for joining us. Hey, thank you, thank you. Except for the lack of self-promotion. Yeah. Other than that, I've, That's right. you I've have had a nice podcast? time. No. <laughs> no, I don't. Do you I, have thought, I thought you were still doing the show, no? Uh, Do you have anything no. to promote? Oh, look, occasionally there's a podcast called The Chaser Report. Yeah, and uh, but it's but it's sort of mid. It, it's kind of not the. It's not in production at the moment. <laughs> You're not really I don't know if it'll it. come back okay. or not. Sorry. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all I've got is a show that's on last bloody weekend or whenever. A lot yeah. of in the past at, at Melbourne and the yeah. <laughs> yeah, and 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 possibly a cheeky little thing that's that's coming um, later later in the year. But I well, we'll let pe- we'll let people know what it's about. Don't know. All right, you tell us after when when it's when it's out when it's released. When we'll I'm tell allowed. Them. Yeah. Because they tell you, as if anyone cares. Like, why Why? Why do you have to keep this thing secret? Like, it's not going to be front-page news. It's not like, you know, the invasion of bloody Poland or something. If yeah. you're making a show. Like everyone's making a show. Yes. It's not interesting news. It's not like, hold, <laughs> stop the press. Somebody's making a show. Um, but And yet, <laughs> yeah. you have to sign a thing promising not to tell disclosure Anyway, I've interrupted the goodbyes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that's, that's right, man. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Good- goodbye, everyone. <laughs> See ya. Like we're like a kid show. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>